Hello, everybody. Welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. Today, we are doing two segments. The first segment is, what are you watching? What you watching? (laughs) What you watching, Dave? (laughs) Uh, And the other segment will be um, the Fantastic Four. Roger Corman's. Yes, Roger Corman's version. Scott and I have slightly differing opinions of how good it is, but we each agree on the movie, basically. Um, But what I'm watching, I finished the second season of Picard. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I liked where it was going. I liked Mm -hmm. where it went. The fact that you still have Data's earliest progenitor 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 whatever you want to call it he because he's kind of the reason sung invented him in the first place Mm -hmm. um daisy get your nose out of there one of the things with with that particular season which i thought was it's cool and i I get really tired of time jumps and time travel i really do even though i'm a huge doctor who fan and and I mean, you can just it is different, but it's like, OK, let's let's stop going to this trough. Can we move right. move forward? But this one is very neat um, because they get a chance to go back. In the past, and they uh-huh. really reference so much of Star Trek for the voyage uh, home. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. <laughs> I was waiting. I could see it coming a mile away, man. It's like, oh, no, they're not. Oh, oh, they did. Right. There's the same dude on the right. bus with the radio. Only he responds a little differently this yeah, that's, time. <laughs> that was really funny when I saw that. And it's the same actor. It looks like the yeah. exact same actor. It is the exact same actor. Uh, yes. I like I like whenever they're first coming up with the idea. They they got the Borg Queen. You know, they're going to be they're basically going to kidnap the Borg Queen. Because dude. She thinks on a quantum level. She sees so she all can the get them back universes. in time. She knows all the different timelines. And uh, the doctor, um, the professor, what, what's Agnes? Agnes, uh, yeah, I can't think of can't, Girardi? Gir- Girardi. Girardi. Girardi, I think. Yeah. Girardi. Girardi. Yeah. Thank you. Knows that they can do time travel, but she's like, I, I'm not sure. And, and Picard's like, well, uh, Kirk did it in, you know, in a, clanker klingon you know ship and that he stole and you know they slingshot Which, around hold on, the sun. Hold on. slight spoiler that ship reappears in picard season three i've heard but i'm like why would That's you steal saying. that one why wouldn't you just but anyway yeah. um <laughs> you read a, too far ahead <laughs> no well i i heard what <laughs> happened yeah. in that one and i'm like well why would you steal that one why wouldn't you I just know, right? steal the other one <laughs> the other one's got to be better yeah <laughs> but anyway uh the the he's talking about them slingshotting around the sun and you know they can time travel that way and agnes says well i guess we got to take her pointing at the board queen yeah of and all things why he goes she's like well you know kirk had spock <laughs> we don't have spock <laughs> no they needed a brain more powerful yeah, than need- could compute on a quantum level yeah, and uh, so they th- that was kind of funny. Of but, all but things, like to talk about making a deal with the devil. I mean, when they yeah. decide to take the Borg Queen, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know, it's going to go wrong. You just know it because she is so damn smart. There are so many times that I would have just vaporized her. I know, right? Like, after that ship crashed, I'd have been like, you know, because they had something that could fix the ship after mm-hmm. the first se- season. What the hell happened to that tool? Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah, we're just going to uh, leave that away. <laughs> just forget about that one. Or we're just going to conveniently <laughs> forget about that tool. We right. lost it. I mean, we're moving so much. Um, but there was one point where the Gory Queen said something, I think, to Picard about his past or being whatever. And, you know, basically she's telling him, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to take over the ship. I'm going to get rank mm-hmm. on it. You know, I'm coming back whether you like it or not. I would have just vaporized her. Maximum setting, zap, gone. Yeah, I would have too. I'd have been really quick to it, but I'm glad they weren't. Um, well, it <laughs> I mean, makes sense. I mean, yeah, I mean, and I think it all pays out in season three from what I've heard. I don't, like I said, I've tried to ignore it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but see, watching the second Picard, it seems like, oh, by the way, everybody, uh, we spoil everything. So if you oh, yeah. watch season two of Picard, Season two has been out for over a year. Sorry if I spoiled it. <laughs> but, uh, 
What was I going to say? Oh, um, I, I I see how it could have worked really, really cool. Yeah. With him, had he actually in the first season been healed on the Borg ship and been him his Picard self, Lucius also, because mm-hmm. then he would have still had nanotech. In I him. thought that's where they were going to go. Um, that's what I they should have done. That's it where I thought sense. it was going. Um, you know, I, I just want to ramble a little bit because the Borg is one of my favorite uh, creations. Right. And um, I mean, you, how can you not be scared of such a hive mind? Um, be terrified. It's it's a singular being, basically, and it is insane. They are legion. They are demons. It's yeah. they're it's insane. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, enough of that. My fear of the Borg is strong. So <laughs> Picard's should be too, and so should everybody's. Um, yeah. And it's it was so. For them to bring her on the ship and do it, knowing that I would have I would have had to vaporize her. Uh, but yeah. what is what's really cool is we get the good story of Agnes being basically taken over by the Borg Queen, but yeah. but being able to maintain some humanity. Yeah, and, when, when she's gonna kill uh seven, when the Borg mm-hmm. Queen's going down to kill seven and her hand just stops, and she's like yeah. looking at it, like trying to force it down, like like almost putting both hands on it to push. She can't. It's no. just so good. Yeah, it is I, so I good. No, Agnes is back. So what I'd love to see is I'd love to pick the brains of the writers on where the future of the Borg is going. Because things say. are going to change. Um, well, well, I like how Agnes, um, real quick, in the second season, uh, yeah. they do time travel. They go back to the 21st right. Sorry, century. <laughs> so it's right now. Uh, and I do have one really... They like you said, they did do a couple of heavy handed things mm-hmm. like, oh, they're destroying their atmosphere. Oh, my goodness. They're, they're using gas powered engines. Well, guess what? That's what we should be using until you get some <laughs> better tech and the tech should be there before you give up your tool. All right. Amen. You know, you don't use your fist for a hammer. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you just don't. You don't throw away your hammer and then go use your fist against it, you know, then put, put a nail. You do if you work where we do. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's different. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but but there are a couple of moments where I was just like, oh, you didn't really have to yeah. go there. But then I started thinking, well, they've they've mentioned all that in the past. Mm-hmm. They've yeah. mentioned a lot of the stuff in the past. Even back in the 60s, in the original series, yeah. they've talked a couple of times about, you know, humanity and war and well, this and that. And it's it's all there. Uh, it's just... It's it's all in the delivery. Uh, the yeah. messages have always been there. The stories have always been there. Just try, shining a mirror on society in its current form and saying, "Hey, we can do better." Um, I've and always I think it was the delivery of the that's, line. Like, that's, they, they just seemed like, "Oh, let's let's just throw this out there right now." So, yeah. Okay. They they showed the city of Los Angeles, <clears throat> which I was actually shocked. They actually showed the tent city and how fucking shitty it is. Yeah. But they're they're sitting there going, well, this is terrible. This is horrible. Well, it wasn't horrible until just a few years ago. I'm not mentioning any names. It could have caused a whole lot of problems. But I'm just saying. That's another podcast when we haven't started. Podcast. <laughs> Which but, won't uh, start. <laughs> but what I'm saying is like they, they hit you heavy handed with it. Mm-hmm. But then real quick, the guy tries to rob Seven. No, he tries to rob Raffi. Yeah. Oh yeah, he basically takes the gun from him, pistol whips him, and then robs him. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, I well, thought was hysterical. I'm like, I'm with Raffi. I'm with yeah, Team Raffi right character. now. Yeah. <laughs> um, the the uh, I've heard I had heard, and I think I talked to you about it in some text. The the relationship between Seven and Raffi. I've heard people sit there and they were decrying it. They're like, Oh my god! Oh my god! I go. But it seems really natural. It was very natural. The actresses are pulling it off really well. Well, not, the thing is, seems forced. Well, they have all. they're they're really good friends. They have yeah, a great yeah. chemistry, and it just shows on screen, and you yeah. don't even think twice about it. And, so. and that's it. Seems, but it also seems like a natural progression mm-hmm. of who Seven would look for. Well, and it she seems needed like a somebody progression. Of who Raffi would look for. Yeah. I don't know, they, sorry, go ahead. They both no, they both needed somebody who would accept them for who they were. Seven right. being a Borg, a product of the Borg, 
instantly gives everybody a, a mistrust, which we see so strong in the next season. Right. Um, right. Because I mean, the board, yeah, the board destroy. And so, yeah, and do. then you have Rafi, uh, an addict who has basically given up her family for Starfleet mm-hmm. and everything that entails. You have two very damaged people, but yet they see each other and accept each other for who they are. Yeah. They are going to come together. And it was it was, it was yeah. perfect. Yeah, like you said. And I, and I liked how they did that. And I really love Rafi's um, relationship with the uh, Romulan. Oh, yeah. I, the little boy. I, I, I call him a little boy. He's probably supposed to be 20, I'm guessing. I keep wanting to call him Elroy, but that's not it. And yeah, I don't remember. I want to say Elron, but that's not it either. It's Aaron. 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 I'm not sure. He's a, he's a badass. <laughs> I'm going to say Aaron. I know that's not the right name, but I'm pretty close. I liked that character. And then they killed him off. And I'm like, oh, shit. And then I looked at Kat and I said, they, this is a time travel thing. He, if they fix whatever they got to fix it, she'll, he'll come back. And that question, I mean, as soon as I asked or I said that the cat, Raffi looks over at, at uh, Agnes Gerardi and says, if we fix the timeline, is this going to get fixed? And she literally looks at him. And it's the first time anybody's ever said this in Star Trek. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that will fix it. I don't know if some things are permanent, which yeah. was something that would be out of Doctor Who. Like, I know, right? When when they when she said that, it's like, oh. you can't save them. Certain points in time, you can't yeah. change. And I was just like, oh, maybe Raffi's not going to come back. I said, but I was like, yeah, it'd be a stupid character to kill off because he's yeah, such a he's good a good character. He's a good character, especially with Raffi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Raffi's just she's lost her son because whatever reasons you know happened between her and her father and or her and his father and blah blah blah. It was it's the drugs. Yeah, and the yeah. thing is, is, she's trying to make amends, and the son doesn't want anything to do with her, probably because she's tried it before. I'm guessing, so um, I don't totally, she totally not see season, it. Slight spoiler: season three, she does come face to face with her ex husband, and oh, okay. she is given a chance to um, to possibly make amends and right. have the family. But we know what she chooses, right? So, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not family <laughs> it's yeah. her other family so yeah. yeah well that's you know what and there's nothing wrong with that either no. i mean no it's 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 family. good it's they really explore did a good job right. of exploring the depth of these characters do you mind if i segue off into something on this Same, oh, go, ahead. With, go ahead one one of the things i really that's love what we in, do <laughs> i know but i'm staying in, in picard season two right. okay one of the things that i found was incredibly touching is how we got to look into jean-luc's past as a child oh and to know that this is actually somewhat patrick stewart's true past um modeled really? on his upbringing yes uh, he grew up in a very um violent um family his mother was abused um there was other so there's a lot of things with this that patrick right. stewart i'm thinking as an actor man he he was he had a lot to work with <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah. but it was such a touching little thing to see into jean luc and why he thinks the way he does and stuff there was a moment in that storyline and i'm going to get real personal here for just a second folks so please forgive me uh but this is dave opening up uh and hugging rainbows. Uh, that's not a, a rainbow. That's not a rainbow. Put it down, son. Um, there, there was a point where I, I forgot what exactly it was, but young Jean-Luc is, is they're playing hide and seek and his, him yeah. and his mom. And the mom turns around and says or does something. And man, I had a moment of PTSD. Oh, I just man. started... Like, I mean, in a Picard episode, in a Star Trek show, it literally got me. I mean, it hit me. And I'm just, I was sitting there just shaking and just, I started welling up. And my wife looks over at me. She's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was just like, I got to, and I couldn't breathe for like, it had to, it seemed like it lasted forever, but it was probably 10 or 15 seconds. Right. And I was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And I was like, I had to hit pause. And I was just, I, I got my shit together. And I was like, wow. She goes, hit a little too close to home, huh? Damn, I was like, man. yeah, that, that was close. I said, that was, that was real. And now mm. with you talking about Patrick Stewart's life, I was like, shit. 
I'm not alone. <laughs> You're not. You know? I, I, uh, I, I do was, like that they went there. Um, the acting yeah. in this was really good. That, it was a good moment. Yeah, it was. Um, that now, you know, that's the beauty of Star Trek. We can we can talk about the things we don't like of the show right. or the spinoffs and stuff Which like that. But next. I, yeah. <laughs> but what I what I think is um, what's very telling is this is a a show that the reason there's such a huge fandom is because everybody gets a little something. You watched an episode and were, you know, it affected you on a level that you were not prepared for. Right. Oh, I wasn't. I was not ready for yeah. that moment. It came out of left field, man. I I have a special love for Discovery only because I feel such a connection to the character of Michael Burnham. There's right. so many parallels in her life that equal mine. So when I see her, I feel represented on screen. So right. it's... It's like wow, I know because I'm a, a young black woman. No, but that's well, yeah, you're a young, attractive <laughs> black woman and commander of a ship. That's right. Yeah, that's the parallels I see, folks. Now, uh, you be that now. You be that now. Okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, so I fi I find that just wonderful to be a fan of a show that includes everybody. Everybody can find something they like, and everybody can find something they don't. But in the end, we love Trek. You know, and, and the one thing, speaking of things that I didn't like, was the part of the storyline where uh, the captain, not not Picard, I always want to call him Rufio or something like that, but Reyes, Reyes, thank you, Reyes. Yeah, I think I think that's his name. Reyes is arrested by ICE because he doesn't have any papers. I mean, there's nothing. He's, he's Hispanic. <laughs> he's basically, yeah, he's Hispanic. He speaks with a fairly, yeah, not a thick accent, but a, you know, it's there. It's there. And of course, all all of the ice cops are fucking douchebags, and they're all white, and none of them speak Spanish. I don't know about you guys, but I've met some of these guys from ICE. Majority of them are Spanish, or at least Spanish speaking. Yeah, they would need to be, and they are literally just doing a really fucking hard job that nobody wants to do. Right, I'm sure they don't get, even want to do it, but it's got to get done. Whether you, anybody likes to admit it or not, you gotta you gotta you know make sure the right people are coming in and the wrong right. people are going out, you know. But anyway, that that bothered the shit out of me, and I'm like, okay, let let's make them all white. But you're gonna tell me none of these guys speak Spanish. That one is that's like none come of these on guys now. speak a foreign language, like you know. It would probably be a requirement. Yeah, you would. I would think that'd be like traveling overseas as uh, you know an FBI CIA whatever the hell kind and of not speaking the language where you're at <laughs> and you know we're going to drop you in Saudi Arabia but we're not going to teach you how to speak Arabic <laughs> wait what yeah <laughs> we're going to drop you in Iraq but not teach you how to speak Persian wait what <laughs> i know right <laughs> you know but that was like the, and then they the way that they made it sound like they were all being bust out to the country and shot and then it comes to find out, no, they're just going to put them back <laughs> over the border, you know? It's like, you guys made this sound like a lot worse than it really is. Yeah. I yeah. want to know, there was one guy, one freaking guy that was way out of place. And I think they may have had a moment that they just dropped the storyline for. Because as soon as they everybody gets off the bus, there's a guy standing in front of the bus with a cell phone texting somebody. When Reyes comes up and starts talking to him and the guy looks, puts the phone away and then goes, helps her, does something. And I'm like, okay, now who's that guy? I missed that. A, a, who's he texting? But B, and probably most important, he's not going to have a fucking cell phone with him if he is under arrest and put on a bus with a bunch of agents. <laughs> so all of a sudden this guy's got a phone and I'm thinking they had something in mind. And then just at the last second decided not to go there. You know there what? That, that would that would make it. sense because what? The, yeah, I didn't even because catch that. The way this thing was going, I mean that that could have been anybody. He could have been texting Sung. He could have been texting, mm. you know, the freaking hive mind of the board queen. You know, anything. Hey, how about this? Look at Brent Spiner. Look at how many characters he has got to play in the Picard series. Oh my it. god. I love it. I and love when you that get he to got the characters down. Oh, and season three, uh it's 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 lore and data in yeah. one body. Uh yeah. so <laughs> it's it's a mess. <laughs> they should have just left him dead. He wanted to just be left dead. 
but they had to they had to bring him you got to bring him back i mean as what as much as you like oh we killed the guy off you got to bring data back no matter what yeah the way he played soon in this yeah oh my god wow well he's a great actor i what's funny is i guessed everything that was going on i was like okay He's doing genetic testing. The government's mm. giving him of shit. Of course, said, he is. This is the beginning. I looked over at Kay. I said, "This is the eugenics wars." They mm-hmm. said, "This, this, this is amazing." And how they made it work. He's the guy. He's Sung's character. His family is the cause of the eugenics wars, which wipes out the planet Earth and causes a nuclear holocaust, and then causes Khan Noonien Singh to show up in the original series. I'm like, yep. this guy. And then, of course, you get Data, who is like nothing like the rest of them. Mm-mm. And when you meet Noonien Singh or you meet Sung in the series, and they sound the very much like him. <laughs> yeah, the next generation, you meet his creator finally. He's nothing like the rest of his family. No, <laughs> it's like they finally figured it out. Like maybe we shouldn't be a bunch of psychotics. <laughs> we'll just go create life now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's 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 been a good series. I highly I highly yeah. recommend it. If you're a I fan of Trek, it's well done. This third season, um, since you're waiting to binge it, um, yeah, yeah. which got, got it, you've got three episodes left. It's um, I'm actually yeah, it's I think it's on it's on tomorrow. So yeah, so, so number eight drops tomorrow. Number eight drops tomorrow. So I guess yeah. I could uh, no, that's gonna oh, take, dude, you, you can catch me, up. Not gonna take me two weeks to. To watch this, <laughs> yeah. I, and I'm very, I am pleasantly shocked uh, that I enjoy the show so much. Yeah, I'm glad you I, did. I, I knew you would. Uh, and I gotta say, like the things that everybody was complaining about, I get it. I, I mean, I see like the heavy distance. Mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. were just they were just moments. It's couple not. Moments it's not like that, the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not a couple of moments that probably didn't need to be written, and that was. You know, just mm-hmm. somebody that was like, I got a flag to fly kind of thing. Yeah. But none of it really bothered me because none of it lasted long enough for me to go, well, that sucks. This guy's going on a preaching mode now. Shut they up. never did. Yeah. It was just like, do. Uh, there was a few moments in that season where I'm like, eh, wait a minute. Yeah, I get it. I see it. And, it, and I know <laughs> and whatever you on. warned me, I was like, oh, that that's going to be, it's going to stick out. And they did. They really well, they did. do stick out, man. Yeah, they do. But you knew it was coming, and you yeah. gave it a shot, and I'm glad you did. Um, it's, so I'm it's, forward, it's been really good. I'm really looking forward to season three. And I got to say, uh, real quick, and then we'll go into White Lightning. White Lightning? Not White Lightning. Uh, the Fantastic Four. You know, I listened to White Lightning on the way home. I was listening oh, okay. to our podcast okay. on the way home. Yes. Um, last week's episode. Yeah. I'm such a moron. Well, it actually um, wasn't last week's, but it's a, a few weeks, weeks back. Yeah. <laughs> it gets confusing. Um, we did a time jump here, folks. Yeah. Um, well, we, there be well, whales. <laughs> Thanks for all the fish. We do an episode and then wait about three or four weeks and then we drop. And so yeah. we're always about three or four weeks out. But anyway, I watch White Lightning and that's why I screwed up. But I like... Um, <laughs> What do we get the Fantastic Four? I forgot what the hell I was saying. Oh, um, about Q, mm. the character of Q. The very end is really good. Yeah. I don't know if they should have had the hug. I think maybe an arm-to-arm handshake, something. But then no. the hug is kind of like, if it wasn't there, I would probably be saying maybe they should have had him hug. They have such a screwed up relationship yeah, from the beginning. Like, um, oh. they, I don't think Jean-Luc initially ever considered Q to be a friend the no. way Q saw Jean-Luc. I believe Q really thought that was his best friend in the world. Yeah, <laughs> in the entire universe, this is the one human that gets me. Kind of and thing. John looks like, no, I don't. Leave me don't alone. You at all. <laughs> <laughs> your, your mind is working on like tw- 20 different quantum levels that I, you know, I have no idea what the hell you're doing. But I like when Q, when you find out why Q was doing it the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, it was basically to heal his friend. He did. Before he dies. And then when Raffi, you know, like Raffi's got, got her hands around Q's throat at one point because she's blaming him for killing uh her 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 adopted son for lack of a better term yeah uh 
And Q was like, well, you could kill me, but it's not going to bring him back kind of thing. And she, or he says something to that effect. Yeah. And he, and everybody's like, you know, he's our only way home. We're not going home without him. And she says, well, you killed so-and-so. And Q just gives her that Q look. It's like, who? And you're like, oh, you fucking prick. That's, you prick. John DeLancey is wonderful. Such that face. And then whenever, so good. whenever he does the finger snap and everybody's back on the ship and everybody's stopping the, the, the destruction and blah, blah, blah. No, there's one ship. Everybody's throwing up their deflector shields to stop this big quantum flux. that's going to just rip a hole through the galaxy. I mean, you see where this thing yeah. is going to go. It's just going to wipe out about five or six or 25,000 planets and probably just keep going. So they're they're throwing up their deflector shields with the Borg ship, and there's one ship that doesn't have its deflector shields up. So they have to contact the ship, and Raffi's trying to get through, like, ship whatever the name of the ship is. And the kid, her adopted son, is sitting at the controls of the deflector shield. He's yes. Like, I, he's looking around, like, when the thing comes up, he's looking around like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and he's like, Raffi, we're... Well, I was just on it. She's like, don't worry. Just raise your shield. Get your shields up. And he's like, click, click, click. He just starts typing away. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, Q for being the dick. But Q also, if you look at it, he put that kid where he was supposed to be. In Starfleet. In Starfleet and on the ship. Because I think he was with her on uh, the Stargazer. Mm -hmm. I and think whenever so. whenever he returns her, he returns him to the ship and to the spot where he was supposed to be. Yeah. Before she pulled him to the stargazer. So yeah. I was like, oh, that's such a deep moment. I mean, it's it's a nice moment because Raffi is like happy to see him. Mm -hmm. He's just like, what the hell's going on? But then when you look at it like that, just that that one layer more, he's on right. the ship he was supposed to be on before she had him re rescheduled to the stargazer. And this this is the part that makes my head hurt because we now, at the end of, of that episode, we are actually at the beginning of the season. Um, right. With events that couldn't have happened had they not, it goes very circular logic and my head melts um, at this point because that is, that's Agnes on yep. the bridge. Yep. Which I and figured that's it how was she knew, that's how she knew to get a hold of Jean-Luc. And that's, yep. that's, that all, it all made sense and it hurts my head so much. <laughs> Because well, Agnes the, was on the bridge in the first episode. Yeah. In two so, <laughs> so something might have happened in that of being the outcome had changed. And the only thing that you can really put it up to is Q having godlike powers. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the only way to explain Q. That's yeah. uh, omnipotent. Um, obviously not immortal or Izzy. Or Izzy. I, I just Q I works something, in mysterious ways. I think something's <laughs> happening to Q that he's unaware of. It could be. And I think he does think he was dying and he may have died in a Q sense, but been reborn in a Q sense too. So there's no telling how powerful, whether he'll be weaker or more powerful when he comes back, you know? Yeah. Just my opinion. Cool stuff. My final say on this for me is if you like Star Trek, you like, but I, John Luke's getting kind of old now. So that's why this season three is it. Glad they're only doing three seasons. But uh, yeah, I enjoy it. I enjoy the heck out of it. It's really well written, well acted, of course. I mean, they have some, like I said, we, we got some moments in this that are just like, holy crap. You, you've got that. pretty much a cast that has been acting for most of their life. Right. They better right. be good at this point, And they are. Everybody just brings yeah. it. It's, it's so Stewart, good. Well, you know what movie? You remember what movie he was in that we watched? Excalibur. Excalibur. And he yeah, was young. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good movie. But yeah. I, right, I Mel? Recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I still yeah, have a I with them swearing, but that's me. Yeah. I get it. So Picard is a go for Dave. All I have been watching. It's me too. Um yeah. I have just been watching the new season of Ted Lasso, which is possibly the last season of it. Love it. Um, such a good, feel-good show. And right. I recommend everybody watch it. Also, I um, started the new season of Superman and Lois. And it's, oh, nice. it's slow and depressing, and I really hope it picks up. It's mm. a little too heavy. 
at the mm-hmm. moment, which the show has never really been a superhero show. It's been, always been a family drama show with right, Superman right. in the background. Um, but this, they need to lighten up a little bit. I need a little more fun. They're bringing out some crazy villains from the forties, uh, which really? is neat. Um, Henry Miller. Names? Um, I'm trying to think, uh, Henry Miller is one. He's, uh, like a pyro guy with a SS. He's a Nazi, um, that they have brought back. Um, uh, Mannheim something. I'm trying to think of whether. I'm trying to go like I, I got a buddy that if I freaking called him, he'd tell me exactly Hold who on. the character was. Uh, Adam Man. Atom Man. Oh, Adam Man. Adam, Adam Man, Man or Adam Smasher? Adam, Adam Man. Smasher. Adam Man. An arsonist neo Nazi who fought Superman in his early years. Yeah. I, that doesn't sound familiar to me. No, it's, they're doing they're do like kind of Gotham did. They pull out right strange, you know, obscure from the rogues gallery of. I like I like that. I like yeah, so you like you that. get somebody fresh and somebody new. But the show pretty much involves him. Um, and but yeah, I just think think it needs to pick up. Uh, one thing about it, they replaced one of the kids with another actor, uh, and. Two, three episodes in, I can't tell anymore. The other guy is like, well, you missed out for quitting. So there you go. <laughs> oh, the kid quit? Yeah. I'm not oh. sure the details, but yeah. Right. So, eh, hey, moving on. So, yeah, yes. It just wasn't for him. Yeah. I do recommend Ted Lasso. Um, cool. And been watching The Mandalorian, which has been getting really good this season. Oh, really okay. Good. That, really I've good. Heard, again, I hear different things from different people. Some people are like, oh, it's okay. Some people, people will never be like, happy. No, it's really good. Um, I still just think they should have got rid of Grogu, but that's me. You need to stop. All <laughs> I will say is there we we get to see a mythosaur. Okay. Yeah the the beast the beast uh, that is the symbol of Mandalore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Bo Katan makes an interesting arc. So, um, right. It's it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. cool. Yeah, she's very heavy in this season. So nice. well, when I it's like done, you know, you, you'll get to it eventually. So, Sackhoff, hey. I like Sackhoff. She's good. Yeah, I do too. Oh, ever since Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> so, now, the movie of the night. Yeah. Roger now Corbin's. talk about why you're all here. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about why y'all came here. Um, thanks for putting up with what we've been watching. <laughs> hey, yeah. guys, if you want us to talk about something you're watching, send us a, drop us a line. Let us yeah. know. We'll be more than happy to talk about it. Yeah. Um, might even watch it because after the shit <laughs> I watched about last it all night, day long without watching it. <laughs> oh, I can talk about that too. But Roger Corman's 1994 Fantastic Four. Um, <laughs> I'm not any better for watching it. <laughs> You're not any worse. That is a fair statement and accurate. <laughs> and we also watched the documentary. Doom. You watched it. I did not. Oh, you didn't watch it. I did not. No. Okay. So uh, you'll have to tell me about why this movie just, was the way it was. It just gives a lot of background info on it. Um, and let me talk about Doomed, the making of Roger Corman. Let's do that. Fantastic Four, real quick. On it Tubi, right? Gives, yes, it is on Tubi. It's on Amazon, uh, on Freebie. I guess okay. Amazon it takes you to Freebie. Yes. That's how I watched it. Yeah. And it will tell you a lot of info of what was going on and why this movie is the way it is and why it was never released. At the time, Marvel was putting out The Punisher, Captain America. They had another movie, that another superhero movie that was not good. Ruck, not Rucker Hauer. Um, Which Punisher is this? Is the Dolph Lundgren at this Dolph time? Dolph Lundgren, thank you. The Dolph That's not Lundgren a bad movie. Punisher. It's not horrible, but it shouldn't have been The Punisher. No, I agree. You know what I mean? It yes. was not a... It's, if you had read the comics and then gone to see this, you'd have been like, what the hell am I watching? Yeah, yeah. Dolph Lundgren had the build. They blacked his That's hair. It. He looked he looked like the Punisher. No skull. His knife had a skull on the on the end of it or something. I'm like, that's not what you do with the Punisher. No. Not what you do with the Punisher. He lived in a in a sewer on a motorcycle. If I, I don't even remember where his hideout was. But anyway, that that was the level of superhero they were doing. The Captain America movie. They had Captain America. They had the shield. They had the costume right, except for the fake ears on the outside of the head. Oh, yeah, the wings. Um, And then 
the guy really didn't look the part of Captain America. I mean, he's tall. He's he's okay looking, I guess. But he wasn't like just ripped like Captain America. The story kind of stank, low budget. So they were like, we're going to do Fantastic Four. They I, they did another movie. I'm almost sure sure they did another movie. But they're going to do the Fantastic Four. Well, it turns out the guy who had the rights to the Fantastic Four was going to lose those rights unless he made a movie or did something uh. with those rights. So the company, whatever company it was that he worked for, got a hold of Roger Corman. Can you make a movie for a million dollars, Fantastic Four? Roger Corman, of course, is like, oh, you get a couple of guys. We'll talk about it, see what we can do. Roger Corman knew knew the background. He, you know, he's not a dumb guy. He knew about the Fantastic Four. So long story short, Corman takes the money and runs. He's going to make this movie. And I'm still confused on Roger whether Roger Corman knew that this movie was never going to be released or not. It is, to my knowledge, the only movie, the only movie that Roger Corman ever made that was never released. This guy yeah. released everything. The, the Wasp Woman, I think, was a Roger Corman it was. movie. If I it was. Um, uh, Eat was My Dust. Movie. Eat My Dust was Roger Corman, yes. I have a new appreciation for that movie. Yeah. But they uh, they got some writers. They got some guys together. They got the actors and the actresses. They tried to do a good movie. Um, the problem was they only had a million dollars. That's a big problem. In just a couple of weeks to shoot it. Like, but none of the actors were told that it wasn't going to be released. Oh, they were all man. working on it like it was going to be a thing. Um, that sucks. Chris Gore, Chris Gore from Film Rants, I've talked to him, talked about him before. He was the on site uh, news guy. Like, he would make articles and write about mm. what was going on. His magazine was basically, at the time, the only one covering this movie so that's really the only reason anybody even knew about it push comes to shove they've run out of money nobody's given these guys any money so the guy the, the guys who did the music mm -hmm. they took six thousand dollars of their own money hired a 30-piece orchestra and did the music oh wow that's how much they wanted to see this movie get done the writers the the editors the guys that were doing special the, the really cheap, cheesy special effects only so got done, but they only got done because the people had were doing them in their spare time. They didn't have, there was no money. And back wow. then, in 93, well, how much special effects could you oh, do? Those, I mean, now that you tech could is do, bad. Yeah, now those guys could probably do something really good. I can do but, something that out, that will blow those effects out of the water just exactly. sitting here on my little laptop. So back then, though, that is a time that um, there was a huge transition happening, yeah. and a lot of the special effects are horrible. Yeah. And those who stayed with practical work. So yeah, yeah. So they they uh, they basically ran out of money. Everything was being put together. The company asked for the film canisters back. They were going to destroy the film or not let the film out. Oh my god! So the I think it was the two producers. Now, this is one of the producers with, while he's telling the story, I'm like, right, right, sure, sure, that's what happened. He says they broke into uh, Roger Corman's, one of Roger Corman's offices where they saved all the canisters and stuff, the film, because they were like, fuck you, this is our movie, we're going to steal right. it. He says, he says when they got there, the canisters were all gone. Everything was already gone. Nobody knows. And he basically is like, nobody knows who took it. We don't know what happened to it. You know what happened to it? We don't know. You guys know what happened? I don't know what happened to it. That kind of thing. And I'm sitting there thinking, you took the goddamn film. <laughs> now, you can't say that to the guy because maybe, maybe he didn't. But somebody got the film. Mm -hmm. Somebody took everything. Or somebody made doubles of it, at least, and then got rid of it. What I would like to see, and I have to agree, but the, the whole thing at, by the end of the Doom documentary is they should have released this in some form or other. Yes. In my in my opinion, go ahead and do somebody had said like a double a double disc with just Blu-ray, release the original version like they got now, cleaned up, looking good, looking sharp. And then yeah. you do the special edition where you actually put in 
good special effects where the special effects need are needed. Doom, I'm sorry, that Doom costume is the best Doom costume that I've seen on screen. Not a good Doom. They have to redo his voice. Eh? Then the guy really yeah. thought they were like in the Doom documentary. He's like, I'm waiting to be called in to do the voiceover for Dr. Doom. And they're telling me, no, no, it's it's fine. It sounds great. He's like, there's no way that sounds great. You know, I'm not, he's like, he's ready. He's he's like, I would be willing to go do it for free. I was ready. I was, you know, Damn. I just wanted to do a good movie. And everything just kind of fell apart. And everybody saw what was happening. And then you get the movie. Then you get the Roger Corman movie. And I remember, and maybe the reason I like this movie so much is my wife and I were talking about it the other night when we were watching it being at a comic book convention and it must have been soon after this got ripped off i'm sorry got copied and uh, <laughs> it sold at comic book conventions i'm glad it got out there i probably bought it for 10 bucks maybe yeah um and i enjoyed it i mean it was bad I mean, it's bad it's oh it's bad, bad. Movie. But there's a lot of reasons that it's a bad movie. There is. Um, it still doesn't acting, change that it's a bad movie. <laughs> the acting's not phenomenal, but it, it I think it's honestly, serviceable. They would have had the time, and if they would have had the budget, that somebody would have just given them even just a million dollars more. That movie, if released at the theater, would have made them about ten or fifteen million dollars. Well, they would have made their money back. They could have done Definitely. it. Um, you know, they they it sounds like they pulled what Sony has done for so many years with Spider Man constantly right. releasing something just so we get it it's like leave it alone and that's but, why they do it but that's why they do it is to hold yeah. on to the, the the rights yep and thank goodness because can you imagine disney what they would have done to spider-man by now i have no idea i am so over everything they just need oh, to stop terrible. let's let's take it let's take a five-year break from all superhero movies but the yeah, uh, not bad just just bad superhero movies right good just all just of them no actually movies. we need a cleanse <laughs> I, I like the uh, the beginning of this is actually pretty close to the original storyline. You know, Their Dr. origin. Doom. Yeah. yeah, Dr. Doom and, and Reed Richards know each other. They're doing some kind of test. Big explosion. Doom's injured. Hates Reed Richards from that point on. Uh, they go into space. They get the hit by the cosmic rays. I don't know what the heck the big... I don't know what the hell they were trying to do in space this time around. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they, they were trying to get a rock. They were going somewhere and the rock was supposed to allow them to power some shields or absorb the energy or something. But it was, dude. Really bad science. Dude, you know, not only that, I just, I got to back up. I can't can't hold it any longer. This is a stinker, man. No, no, I want to hear it. Yeah, I this was is a, really hoping you would enjoy this, like as much as I did. Okay, I, I I did not enjoy this movie. I did not have fun. <laughs> I couldn't wait you for it to end. You did not have fun. I did oh. not have fun. This was a hard one. However, it still is better than the Star Wars Holiday Special. It still is better than yeah. Night of a Thousand Cats. Um, yes, yes. Because is. this this is a movie, and you can see the story there. But when you I. I I know I said last night, it, knowing why it's bad doesn't change the fact that it's still a bad movie, Dave. But uh, <laughs> no, it doesn't. It, it, but <laughs> it does give let, you that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it does give you the information so you don't just sit there and just hammer these people for right. doing something horrible. Right. I feel for the actors who had no idea that it wasn't going to get out. Um, right. That's right. that's that's bad because you pour your heart and soul into it but then you get crap and you did all that work and yeah. for nothing however this movie i really believe should be released yeah they can make it's not gonna hurt them it's the the the, oh. the, the last fantastic four movie hurt them this is not gonna hurt them. And, and that's why i said in my opinion and i i folks you can watch this movie and you can all berate me later I still think this is the best Fantastic Four movie made out of the other three crappy ones that were made. This one at least has a reason of not having the greatest writers, the greatest studio, they no budget. I mean for for what should have been a Hollywood movie, no budget. Um yeah. 
quick. I mean, the the turnaround on this movie was such so quick. It's ridiculous that and they. And then expected. you have these other movies that have all the money in the world, all the writers, everybody in Hollywood's behind it. Every, you know, money, 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 super special effects, and I'm like, and they still put out crap movies. Yeah. They still put out. They still couldn't that show makes you sense. Galaxus. I see what you're saying. My ass. Yeah. My ass. <laughs> Fuck you, Hollywood. And the horse you rode in on. Yeah. No, I mean, that that's a great point. With all that money and everything, you should have a blockbuster mm-hmm. of epic proportions and a good movie. And while yeah. I am entertained when I watch the newer Fantastic Four movies, I have not seen the last one. No desire to. Because no. the first two were just, they were entertaining, but it's like, meh. Forgettable, completely forgettable. Well, and that's the last one that I know of. Somebody that I know that I do respect that personally now went to see it and was just like that. That was terrible. That's what I've heard from a lot of people. Like, like, yeah, for no. And the funny thing is, they did a race swap on Johnny Storm for no reason, which is which is odd. But and what everybody said is, he's the best actor in the movie. They're like, well, Michael. I think it's Michael B. Jordan, which he is a great actor. But, yeah. but they're but they're saying like like the the one guy that you should be pissed off about being race swapped is they're they're like he got it he he did the job he understood everybody the assignment he did the like, work what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck is everybody else doing right yeah. <laughs> he's like fucking Johnny Storm now yeah. I'm that blonde haired blue eyed but fucking I'm gonna be Johnny Storm kind of thing from what everybody told me and yeah, that, I've never seen it I haven't either. But they say he's the best part of the sh- of the show, which I, you know, I can buy knowing, that. Knowing that he is who he is, you're like, yeah, yeah. still kind of young at that point. But yeah, I can see that. I, yeah. I can see him being the the guy who was like, uh, you guys know this is Fantastic Four. You need to act like it. <laughs> yeah, wake up. Yeah, yeah. That that that's another movie that was plagued, if I'm not mistaken, plagued with a lot of problems getting out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, this this particular one, I mean, knowing that does like keep me from <laughs> just totally ripping it. But there's no reason to rip it apart. People love this. I get it. It's just I just had a hard time getting into this movie last it's, night. It's a tough. I mean, the Doctor Who, Doctor Doom. There's there's a scene with Doctor Doom where he's doing like <laughs> a tele. I don't want to say teleconference, but he's doing a Zoom call, like what we're doing right now. Pretty much. And he's like, <laughs> tap tap tap. Hello, Reed Richard. <laughs> He's like doing like a hello, peekaboo. And I was just like, I remember the first time Kat and I watched it, we died. We were just dying laughing. Like, that's freaking hysterical. And had he had like the spooky voice, it might have been funny to be funny for the right reason. But this was just funny because it wasn't supposed to be funny. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. But I just... Some of the things that, that the Dr. Doom guy did was just like, oh, that's that's an awkward move. I don't know why you're doing that. But the costume I thought looked great. And then I've seen the newer co- Dr. Doom costume. And I'm like, that just looks like a guy with a metal. That guy looks like the guy with the Quiet Riot mask on his face. Oh. What the fuck? <laughs> Taking it back. <laughs> Taking it back to the 80s. Oh, yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, I I can't hate this movie it's not a great movie it's not a good i movie. don't hate it if you like nostalgia if you used to go to all the comic book conventions back in the day you probably got a copy of it or probably. know somebody who does but go watch it hang, hang out you, you know it's yeah, it, it is it on is it on youtube is it it's on youtube it is on youtube it's um that's about the only place you can find it um outside of sailing the pirate seas um, which right. I don't abdicate. It is on uh, YouTube. It is watchable. It is poor quality, but that's to be expected because okay. it was probably ripped off of a VHS tape um, yeah. at the time. Um, at least it's out there. I'm I'm thankful yeah. that this is here. I I don't care. It doesn't matter if I like something or not, or if it's good mm-hmm. or it's crap. There's no reason to have um, art destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, let it live. You know, except except Batwoman. You know what? Even that should be released and let the public decide um, for the exact same reasons right here. Um, is it can it really be that bad? Because, what right. are, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe it is, dude. Maybe it is absolutely horrible. I don't have a desire to watch it. But if, if HBO would put it out, I might actually watch it because now I want to see what is so bad about this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, no, yeah. Like if they just released it on HBO Max, I'd be I might watch it. But then again, you know what? I haven't watched uh, Black Adam yet. 
I have no I desire either. to watch. No Black desire. Man. I'm it's... so over superhero movies at this point. It's just like that's the way I if feel. You guys were um, telling good. If they were telling good stories, it would be one thing, but they got preachy and they stopped even trying to tell good stories. It's like the first Shazam I enjoyed. I like. I that. love that the first good, Shazam. Good. I like the good one, but I haven't heard really. I haven't heard anybody say awful things about the the new one, but yeah. I haven't heard anybody rave about it like they did. No, the it's just kind of forgettable. I think is what I'm hearing. Yeah, it, it yeah, just like it's good. It's entertaining, but. I I was pleasantly surprised with the first Shazam. I was like, I'm going to watch this. I don't. I remember all I remember from Shazam is uh, when I was growing up. My brother had one of those giant, those giant comics. They were huge. Yeah, and it yeah. was Captain Marvel, and then he had another one that was Isis. And yeah. I I went through those two so much, and that's all okay. I remember about Billy and and Shazam and all of that. It's it's that's a cool, cool. character, that's but cool. yeah. Um, I enjoyed the first one. The second one, I am hearing that it's, um, I guess, just not that great. I think right. the first one was so funny, and it, it. I hate, as you said, this this is an overused term, and I'm going to say it till I get something else. It had heart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It had heart. Well, I like I like the kid that that played the Billy Bats, and I like mm-hmm. the, the actor who played uh, Captain Marvel, who is actually what is now referred to as Shazam because lawsuits yeah uh, but i Too like many marvels <laughs> and i'll tell you what if they come and do and release that on hbo max i maybe we should watch that did we do a review of shazam no but i'd be more than happy to yeah maybe like if it comes whenever it gets released maybe we can do a twofer we can because it should show up on hbo um but yeah as far as fantastic four goes and I know a lot of people are going to say, Dave, you're insane. This is my favorite version of it. Okay. And again, the overturned, the overused term, it had heart. It you and especially after you watch Doomed, the making of, of mm-hmm. Roger Corman's Fantastic Four, yeah. you will I think everyone will look at it in a new light, like, ah, these people got gypped. They maybe did. on purpose, maybe by accident. But it's Hollywood, and Hollywood is filled with shitheads, folks. They are. Um it just is. Look, I, I, you know, just a brief little antidote from me as a indie actor. Um, I took part in a project that I spent hundreds of hours with no pay to make something right. happen that has never seen the light of day, nor will it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it sucks. It sucks that you right. go that hard, yeah. and then the pe- the powers that be don't put it out for for people to see because. As actors and creators, we want our work seen. This is how we get more work. This is how people find us. This is how we hone our craft. And if it doesn't get out, you're fucking us. So that's, yeah. yeah, Which is is exactly (laughs) what every one of those actors, producers, directors said on that Doom documentary. They're all like, this is how you get your next job. This is, That's so wrong. them, Them burying that. Not un, where, whereas the difference between burying Catwoman and burying this movie is, these were all a bunch of unknown actors. Mm-hmm. They all they've all gone and done different stuff, but right. This but been, this could have been such a big stepping stone yeah. for them. This could have made them big names, right? And, and whereas most of the names in the Catwoman or Batwoman, they're already whatever, they're already established, they, except they for were maybe well established characters or yeah. actors. <laughs> Get out of there. My universe is being ripped apart by my dog. Yeah. Dogs have the power but, um, to tear through space and time. They have their own individual tardi or tardises. Tardy. Oh, it's 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 moving. Oh my god, dog, you are killing me. <laughs> She's literally killing me. Yeah. So I mean, I you know, knowing that, it, it still doesn't change my opinion of the movie. But no, I wish I, it would have been. I wish it would have been released um, just for the actor's uh, standpoint, you know, because that that's it, it's just a disservice. It's, yeah. you know, it's shitty. If they never do, decide to do a box set, I think it should be in there. I think it should be cleaned up. I think it, it needs to be cleaned like up. Special effects added to it and just release. Just go, look, this was the first one. Mm. This, you know, whatever. And you know how much hit that would be for their careers if they even had. I know a couple of them are still acting. Yeah, I don't know about everybody, but it, it know, can help. It it's something. It it never hurts to get out there. But here's one of the yeah. things I disagree with you on. I don't think they need to add in special effects. 
just clean up the movie. Well, what I'm saying is, is do do like maybe a two two DVD set, so okay. you have the original version, and then you have, have the cleaned up like because I would hate to see a George actual, Lucas actual happen. <laughs> no, I would think more like have you seen any of the the next generation or not the next generation the the original series what they did with some of that? Yes, yes. So I, if they did it like that, yes, yeah, yeah. I and, remember and seeing that. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Fan, whereas I'm not a huge fan of that. They but don't ruin it. It. It, right. it. it just, it looks better. It does look a lot better, but I still like the old models. I because that's like what you know. Old, yeah. That's what I know. Right. That's what you know. Um, so yeah, if they did something like that, where it's just, okay, sure. this, this is the ship. We're not changing the ship at all, which I was really shocked with uh, this net discovery. Um, Strange new worlds, how the enterprise looked. I was like, ah, that's freaking awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to be another program, another show, another talk. Uh, yeah, I liked all but the it, actors and actresses. It was a good thing that they uh, were able to get uh, – NASA has all their uh, footage for free because they used it in this movie for the rocket launches and stuff because you yeah. know they didn't ro- launch a rocket. No, no they didn't. <laughs> yeah. Even Travis Taylor is like, you know what? Let's launch a rocket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So – I'm going to go ahead and give my opinion of this, and then you can you can give yours. Uh, Fantastic Four, 1994, Roger Corman. This is definitely a Roger Corman film. If you have seen any Roger Corman, you will recognize this. It's got his signature all over it. That is either good or bad, depending on what you want. Um, Knowing that they went what happened with this movie and that it was actually never supposed to be released, and what happened to the actors, I think, is a shame. I abdicate for its release. I think everybody should take a watch, but not my cup of tea. Yeah, no, I get it. I, yeah. I totally get it. I, I absolutely understand. And most of you, if not the majority of you, I would say, would probably agree with Scott <laughs> and go, why did I just spend an hour and a half or whatever it was? That I'm never going to get back. That I will never <laughs> get that time back. But then there's guys like me who are just geeks and love old bad movies and this is a bad movie for a reason i don't know how much better it would have been but i think it would have been better was even just a little bit of money if anybody at money and time whatever studio was over it would have cared about it i think it would have been better there it is right there they knew right from the beginning because if they'd have cared they would have made a good movie i think so and it's it's crazy this set up marvel to think that superhero movies were not successful and they mm-hmm. didn't try again till Blade. And then and Blade they, was great. Blade was great. They're like, we can make money and then we're going to sleep on it again. It's like, what? <laughs> what are you going to do? Anyway, that's, yes. It's good. So, you know, speaking of bad movies, um, we are going to attempt again next week to dethrone the Star Wars holiday special with Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. My copy will arrive tomorrow. I can't wait. Oh, great. I can't great. wait. It's in the mail yeah. right now. Uh, I warned you. <laughs> I already well, warned you. Here's the thing. I have no idea how this is going to look. It could be ripped off a TV, a VHS or something, because this is another movie that you cannot buy out there, cannot find. I only was able to find it on YouTube in German. I thought Gene Simmons put a clean version out. No. Well... Maybe you have to have a special Patreon with a certain tier, God tier yeah. level, and pay him a thousand dollars a week, and he might SOP, send it to you. Yeah. Love you, Gene, SOP but damn, fine. dude. Yeah. Not much, Gene. <laughs> Not that much. You can have your kiss but, coffin and your kiss condoms and yeah, whatever the hell you want. I listen to your music. Okay, that's pretty much all I'm going to do. <laughs> but I love the music. I I've been warned by my wife and by you that this is absolutely horrible. And challenge accepted. Oh, I I told her you will watch this. You are there is no way out. You have got to watch it with me. I have to. She's gonna watch it (laughs) because I still regret that I could not get her to watch or did not insist on her watching a night of a thousand cats because that was her suggestion and she got the number two stinker out of our show. So (laughs) oh, that's a bad movie. Did she never see it or did she just she's never watched it? Look, look, that's 
that's got an awful name. Use that one. Somebody on some group that she's part of posted a poster or whatever and said, this is really horrible or whatever. It's oh, like, okay. oh, well, she's like you guys should watch this. Movies. I was like, okay, we'll watch it. So we still do horrible movies and kiss meets the Phantom of the Park is going to be, that's going to be the thing. Thank you to all our listeners, new and old. And thanks again for listening. Please hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the share. Tune in next week to hear our thoughts on Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. And I know Dave has got an interesting story probably to tell about it. So, oh, yeah, we will, it's going to happen. We will see you next week. Cheers. <laughs>